In the latest episode of Vamos Verde, we are going to talk to one of the most prolific goal scorers in Major League Soccer history, Austin FC striker Giassi Zardes. We also talked to some folks who have been bringing the soundtrack to Austin's nightlife for over 20 years and are now providing the soundtrack at Q2 Stadium, their official DJ collective, Peligrosa. That's the latest episode of Vamos Verde. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello! Welcome to the third episode of This Song, the podcast where we ask musicians and artists to tell us about not their favorite songs but they're important songs, the songs which are axes around which their souls turn. Everyone has songs like that, right? Hi, I'm Elizabeth McQueen. My co-host PJ Harrington is not here today. I'll be holding the fort. And today I have a really cool episode. Uh, There's a band in town called Magna Carta. And today we are having a Magna Carta episode, an MCE. They went and performed live in Studio 1A at KUTX and afterwards we sat down and we went through every member of the band and asked them about their important songs and they told me and I really loved this format. Magna Carta is Megs Kelly on vocals, Dougie Dew on keys and beats, Eric Nicolades on guitar, Derek Van Wagner on bass, and Michael Gonzalez on drums. They're a hip-hop group in town here in Austin and they mix beats and live performance and We love them dearly. I think you will, too. They have a new record out called Like It Is that you can get for free on Bandcamp. And I sat down with them and started out by talking to Dougie about the influences behind the sounds on Like It Is. So without further ado, here's Magna Carta. Hey, I am here with the members of Magna Carta. We're in Studio 1A. They just performed. and, um, And I've asked them about their songs, and they've each got their own individual song, which is really exciting. So we're going to go down the line and talk about um, some important songs. We're going to start out with Dougie. Uh, I just wanted to say my song that inspired (laughs) me like it is, stuff behind it, is Zoe. The song is called We On The Move. So that inspired the whole the whole vibe of the record? Uh, it gave me a kind of a backbone for the whole thing. I knew I wanted like a, a more kind of up-tempo R&B stuff. Uh, it, it's got like a bass in the song. The bass really like drew me to it. I knew I wanted like, because I knew the, the past tapes we did, it didn't really have like that much hitting bass in it. So I knew, but this song, it was like the bass that like makes you kind of move. You're sitting in the car, but you're still kind of like bobbing your head and stuff like that. So I knew it was like, all right, well, Derek's time to step up. And then he came through and gave us an awesome bass throughout the whole record. So it turned out great. And did you bring it to the band when you were going to do the record? Were you like, okay, guys, this is what we're... Um, I gave it to them and they came back with all the pieces and it kind of just fit in. So yeah, it kind of worked out. Is that a song that you heard when you were like a kid or was it a more recent Uh, song? I heard it when I was in school still at St. Ed's and before I got into music and all that. 
And then I heard it again. I was I knew I was like, oh, that's it. So you weren't playing music at the time when you heard it. You, what were you doing? Um, I was just chilling actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was like, I wasn't even into like beats and all that yet. So it was kind of like pre, pre before. And did I you play keyboards at the time? No, I didn't. Even no know. way. And this was like freshman year. Like I didn't do anything. I was just running around. Oh wow! No did music. it give you? Did it inspire you like to get into music when you heard Zoe? Was like was yeah, it shortly yeah, after that? Yeah, like I heard I heard a bunch of his stuff, and then um, he plays with this other guy, Slack of the Beat Child, which is also another one. I know we only got to declare one, but <laughs> I got two. There are usually like <laughs> a billion, but yeah, yeah. there are a billion. <laughs> Okay, and now we're going to go to bass player Derek. Derek, what, a nice what is your song? Um, my song, as it stands right now, is, um, it'd have to be, I think, Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. Okay. Uh, well, I was playing cello at the time, and it was, this was in high school, and then they... I started playing the upright bass, and then I heard that bass line, and I tried to mimic it on the bass, but my hand wasn't big enough, and there's this big breakdown in the song. So I, I went to electric, and my dad kind of challenged me to play that bass line. And he's like, you can't play that. And I go, oh, yes, I can. And one day I dragged him into the basement, and I showed him how I could play it. And then we started playing more jazz tunes, and that kind of vaulted me into the bass. Wow. So spectrum. really, without Sir Duke, you may never have like really gone to electric bass. It's a possibility. Or had your hand been big enough to yeah, do I, maybe on the upright? Well, I really like <laughs> a funky bass, so if it hadn't been for that particular song, maybe I would have gone in a different direction. Wow. Were you more into classical music then? Uh, for a bit, yeah. My mom really likes Baroque, so that got all over me. But um, And is your dad a musician too? Like yeah, When he challenged a, you, was he like, you could never do it? I yeah, he's a saxophone player, so oh. he has mental and physical chops because he, he translates all of this music. and Yeah, so he can be... Uh, I don't want to say he's an elitist or anything, but sometimes he, he's the know-it-all. <laughs> and he can give you maybe the inspiration you need to yes, actually learn Sir Duke, which is not an easy Not an, an easy, easy line, but uh, yeah. you could probably hear me sound check it more times than not. Right on. Well, thank you so much. That's, that's exactly the kind of song that you know, I like to hear about, the song that is the reason I play electric bass. This is guitarist Eric. Yes. Um, I mean, it's a really hard question. I feel like for me, music's always been kind of like a rabbit hole. Like I'll find that one song. It just like leads me down a different path and it just keeps going and going. But I think to get me to the point where I am now, uh, there was like, there's this group of musicians in Philadelphia in like the early 2000s. Um, it was like Questlove from The Roots, um, the rapper Common, uh, D'Angelo, Erica Badu. 
Yeah, they're, they're called the Soul Quarians. I, I, thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they kind of, I heard them, I'm kind of behind the eight ball here because I had heard them, you know, within the last few years for the first time. And they're the first group that I heard that really took all my musical interests, you know, jazz and uh, funk and kind of like an old school sensibility of taking old records from the 60s and then also putting like a hip hop feel on it and making it modern. And for some reason, they made a bunch of records in this period of like a couple of years and hearing those records for the first time kind of like, got me interested in just kind of the whole sound that Magna Carta is going for now in a way. So I, I don't know. That was kind of a pivotal moment when I discovered them. Had you been playing like a different kind of music or had you been doing more? Yeah, well, up until then, I was kind of really just into blues and uh, s some like soul from the 60s and 70s and that kind of stuff. And so I guess they were kind of the group that pushed me to more of a modern sound and kind of getting into hip hop and that sort of thing. Yeah, because it can be hard, I think, when you do, like, roots music. It can be hard to see it, you bridging the gap mm -hmm. into the modern era. It's like, well, how do I even get there if I if this is what I like? But yeah. the Soulquarians were the ones who showed you Definitely. What song? Oh, ah, uh, that's a tough question. I don't know. Just the whole voodoo record by D'Angelo from... Uh, I mean, how do you like you the new record? No, it, it's it's. I mean, I love it, just like everyone. It's great, but I don't know if it could match the, the whatever the power of that first record. But I don't know. It's probably mine. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Do you have a song? What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> Can you? You might have. You might have to. You might have to uh, scoot you. Yeah, let me scoot up over here. A little bit. Hey, yeah. yo, make sure you put down the mic next time. A little short, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go with uh, off the wall. Well, that whole any anything off the off the um, off that record, Michael Jackson record, 1975, uh, 1979. Excuse me. Um, my favorite song on that record is, uh, I can't help it if I wanted to, I couldn't help it even if I could. That song does it for me. And how, how old were you when you heard that, like? Uh, let's see, maybe 16? So you heard it, like, as a teenager, but <laughs> it wasn't something that you had grown up listening to you well i grew i grew up listening to all his hits mm -hmm. but just and that record kind of changed uh my view of playing drums jr robinson is on that record and the way he approached it and the way he his parts fit uh with with everything else is amazing it's perfect for me really? i love that yeah definitely before then like what did it opened your mind up to like a more kind of in sync way of playing mm -hmm. drums yeah maybe? instead or of just instead of just uh I don't know, making the, making the song uh, groove in a certain way, let's say. So the chorus has a different, has a different feel than the verses do. Mm -hmm. And that made, that made me think that this is not just like, oh, I'm going to play a groove throughout the entire song. It changes energy levels throughout the song. And that's what kind of turned it on for me. You're like, ah, oh, the power of the drummer. Exactly. Here's what I can do. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, and it's not just it's not just the rhythm in the back, it's it's music as well. Thank you very much. Okay, Meg, do you have one? I got a disclaimer before I say mine. <laughs> you asked what song was it that uh that kind of Oh, but I mean, whatever it is, like, I you know, know. Yeah. I'm staying close to the question. Um, <laughs> I never really think of that. You're the first person to ask me that. So I thought long and hard because I'm last. And um, I would say, and I've like Eric, I've been influenced by many other artists, many other songs for sure. But as far as like being a female rapper and going for the flow that I, I usually go for, I will say what did it for me. I was seven years old. My mom bought me a Thrill W album and this song on there called Crush On You. It has Killy, who's like the rapper of the group, and like she does this like fast-paced rap, and that was probably like the first time I had heard like a female rapper like and I mean, it wasn't like just Lauren Hill, but the fact that like the flow, I had never heard it before. And I'm like seven, so I'm like just getting into like wanting to rap and stuff like that. And I memorized the whole thing and like, okay, this is kind of plagiarism, but I used to tell my cousins that like it was my rap <laughs> because I was so obsessed with it. Could you still do it today? Like, did you memorize oh, it that yeah. much? It's like. like- Achilles, the one getting the fizziest, far from the silliest. Tell me how you feeling, it's not just for little kids. Little women be strong enough, we rock hard enough, for real. For the ones that be making the drop, they say, yo, shuddy rock, she be making it hot. You know, hey, she know, do she know. Something, 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 you know how it go. <laughs> oh, that's how fire right there. Woo. Oh, shout out to Kelly Williams. Thrill W, we don't know where she at now, but shout out. <laughs> Yeah, there somewhere. <laughs> so seven years old, it like oh, totally like. Yeah, I had just never heard like the fast pace, like because I listen. I'm from New Orleans, so I listen to a lot of mystical, like you know. And I was always intrigued by that, but to hear like a girl like, you know, take on the flow, it really kind of made me want to. It go that. Let you know yeah. it was possible that you could do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's it. Thrill W. Excellent. I'm a huge Thrill W fan, by the way. Right on. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. This is really beautiful, for sure. This is going to be a really fun one to cut together. So thank you guys (laughs) very much. Yeah. And so ends the Magna Carta episode. That was a super fun way to do an episode. I think we're going to do a lot more like that. Thank you so much for listening to this song today. This song is a production of KUTX Austin. This episode was recorded by Cliff Hargrove, produced and edited by myself with help from David Sanger. The theme song for this song is Mahout by Hardproof Afrobeat. And I'm going to put this out on the first day of South by Southwest music. So if you are in town, doing South by Southwest. Have a great time. And if this is not South by Southwest time, hey, still have a great time. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.
Support comes from Austin Water, helping residents reduce water use while protecting Austin's precious resource during the drought conditions with MyATX Water, providing near real-time water use data, tips, and leak alerts. More at austinwater.org.